Shall we begin? Hello, friends, and welcome back to the More Than Just Keto podcast. This is season two, episode number five, and I am one of your hosts, Ashley. Hey, y'all. I am your other host, Molly. You know something that really baffles me is how a way of eating can be so controversial. And I'm specifically so. talking... I'm specifically talking about keto. How controversial is keto? It's everyone has an opinion. Everyone. Whether they're right or wrong. (laughs) (laughs) When they don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I literally, anytime I have ever had a conversation about it, it's fueled with different opinions. And let's go over some. Let's go over some. So so some people, so we're going to talk about keto Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about, uh, I can rattle some things off people. Yeah, say. give us some because I got some That's too. Tell cult. us some. It's a cult. Keto it's like is a cult. The opposite of vegan. Um, oh, I haven't heard that one. The opposite mm-hmm. of vegan. You're basically vegan. Oh, because you're the eating a whole bunch of meat. And... Yeah, keto people just tell everybody what they're doing and tell everyone, oh, the carbs are bad for everyone. No one should eat carbs. Right. Um, oh, that means you can never eat bread and pasta. Like there's a lot of stigma yeah. attached to it. It's so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Your organs are going to fail. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, what else do people say? So you can't have fruit right. or vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't your cholesterol like out of control? Yes, I can never and, do that. And I can attest because I did have my blood work and they did check my cholesterol and everything was great. My triglycerides or whatever, all that, all that fancy science stuff. I was in top shape. So top. that is a lie we have determined yeah that that is a lie <laughs> a lie now Maybe like we've talked about a certain way but right i mean there and know. which brings us to pretty much what we're talking about in this episode which is more like along the lines of keto is not one size fits all but it's so also many, not a food so just if we need not, to clear that up again I know we're not gonna get molly probably, started on that one keto no. is not a food it's not a food but it's not a said food. that about a hundred times, but yes, it's just in not... case you forgot. <laughs> We're going to keep reminding you, but it's, it's not one size fits all, but people would like you to think it is. They would like you to yeah. think, and I really believe because I see this in our community. A lot of people are programmed a certain way, and this is them and keto. They've got their blinders on completely, and this is yeah. what they've learned about keto, and this is what they're going to stick to. Keto, as we talked about so many times, it's a metabolic state. Yeah. It's not a food. No. So it's also why deeply do... personal. <laughs> it may not come that across that way because we post so much on social media and we share. Right. But it, the reason why we say it's not one size fits all is because that's so true. No two people do it exactly the same. They just don't. They just no, don't. We all make all. different choices and we all like different things. And I think we're so used to, like you said, you're, you're told like, okay, this is the diet. This is mm-hmm. what you need to do. And we talked about this when we talked about meal plans and all that stuff. Like I want the information. I need to do it this way. There is guide. there's guidelines and then there's, you know, finding your own journey and then there's being told what to do. Right. right. So you, it's very obvious. We don't agree with following somebody's exact journey that you really need to discover this stuff for yourself. In that case, what does that mean for you? Like, how is this going to look for you? Because it looks different for everybody. When it comes to keto, when I watch people 
because you know, people make videos, people, you know, the experts out there, they love to put keto down. And then people in the comments of those videos where people, these experts are putting keto down, the comments are insane with how mean people are about keto people. And then they'll say, oh, here comes the keto people to throw their fits. Oh, here comes the keto cult. They're going to let y'all know you're you're wrong. They're going to let you know. They're going to let you know. And you know what? Police at that. I think that gets a bad name from the keto police. Um, which people that just basically say that's not keto or this is keto. Yeah. I think the keto police are more inside the keto community. Whereas these ones that call us a cult are outside the keto community. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So it's coming from two different places. And I think, I think just like keto, I think a lot of different styles of eating or different um, types of eating. Cause I actually had this conversation a few months ago with a friend who is vegan and before I'm not going to lie. Like I I thought those people were crazy. (laughs) Um, but I've learned that you do what works for you and it doesn't matter. We don't have to eat the same way. No, but I can still respect like her choices and what she eats and, and same for her to me. And then she was like, I wonder if I can do keto vegan. I'm like, you know what? I know some people that have, have done something similar to that. So maybe you could, just being open, I think is something that we're lacking or that we, that we don't see until you're in the community and you're starting to sort of work on yourself and make changes to your diet and all this kind of stuff. I think that's when your perception of like what works and what doesn't work and what's considered drastic or extreme Mm -hmm. when you're not doing the thing, it may seem from the outside, like it's just so not natural or normal because we've normalized something that really isn't great. And that's part of the problem. Wait, we normalize something that isn't great. What do you mean? With the standard American diet. Oh, that, I thought you meant keto. I was like, wait, oh, the normal, the standard American diet is not. Yeah. Right. The people that are attacking these different ways of eating and it's not just keto. It's a lot. I mean, we, keto gets a lot of heat. Vegan gets a lot of heat. Um, I, you don't see like Atkins and Weight Watchers get the same beach body does get a little bit of heat yeah, yeah. um and or a little shade you know what i mean yeah well that's because um, it's an mlm i think more right. so than and anything because so they've got whole... great workout programs and right. food plans they're pretty and normal once again you know p- people decide what they think is extreme what they think is not healthy what they yeah. think is not natural what they think is weird or whatever and that's all an opinion It totally is. But let me add to what you're saying right now, because this reminds me of something I just took a screenshot of yesterday or day before. I can't remember which, but you were just talking about how the normal way of eating, right? The standard American diet. Mm -hmm. And unless you do your own research, what do they call it? Become woke, like (laughs) meaning become woke to your own health to... Taking Wake res- up to what's going on with your body, your right, food, but, everything. Yes, and paying attention to how yeah. different foods are affecting you because these are the things I know that I did and I know you've done. So yeah. because we've done those things, it you know, it just so happens that what we decided to do was keto because the reality is is what we did is we took out the sugar, we took out the uh, chemicals, the processed food, yeah. and what are we left with? Keto because that's basically what what it is protein right. veggies yeah. low carb keeping things at a certain level but this is what i want to share real quick because this is the normal um 
I saw a post talking about the obesity rate, okay? Yeah. And we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But it talked about... It's th- definitely going up. We're trending at like new big levels time. of dangerous. But this particular one talked about like in 1990... Um, the percentages were way down in obesity. Yeah. And then this last study was, that I saw was like 2018 and how they had skyrocketed. But this is the part. This is the part. The 90s and 2000s saw a lot of change to our food supply as well. I already posted on it before, but here we go again. This is it. And this is from someone named the Natural Minded Mom. 1983, aspartame was allowed in carbonated drinks. 1988, FDA approved ACE K. 1993, FDA approved RBST and RBGH growth hormones for cows. 94, FDA began approving GMOs in food supply. 96, Roundup Ready soy approved for U.S. food supply. 1998, Roundup Ready corn approved for U.S. food supply. 98, was also GMO canola approved, 2000 organic labeling implemented, and 2007 GMO sugar beets approved. These are just some things, and the point is, they demonized fat and just put sugar and crap in our food, which is return, and which is in return has done what? It's led to obesity. It's led to our problems because the obesity. What does that lead to? Heart disease, diabetes, and right. all these and other things that are our killing blood sugar people. Is out of control. Yes. Our glucose levels are extremely high because right. of the additives that of, in the food. You. It, when you start keto, you realize how much of your food has been tampered with. Tampered with. What I mean by that is that they've taken something that shouldn't have sugar in it, right. like meat or vegetables with a sauce, for example. Right. And they've added sugar to it. Right. They've added for flavor or carbs or whatever for flavor or just for and they uh, took the fat packaging, out like whatever right and so we see that when, when we start keto you know it's very easy to get in this headspace of like i can't have this i can't have that which is when we started the episode we talked about what do people say right and it's all negative right it's yeah. all coming yeah. from a sense of deprivation because that's what we see when we see ketos you can't have you can't have i can't possibly imagine not doing not... my standard american diet right because that's, that's what they're used as, to we've been eating this way for so long and we're really addicted to the way we eat and then look what's happened but we're see that's overweight. and that's I mean, the part us, but you know i no, don't no, need to generalize but america but a, is overweight I mean, as a country we are overweight america yes. is overweight even obese so yes to me Sad, this is actually. this is like that thing of how do people not see this do you know what i mean it's one of those moments like when i, I say how do people not see this but then i remember I didn't see it. I didn't see it for my whole life because I never opened my, I just never came across the idea of it. And somewhere along the line in my health journey where I was actively trying to become a healthier version of me, I came across it. And little by little, I've uncovered more and more and became more knowledgeable and more knowledgeable. And I'm a firm believer when you know better, you do better, period. So I know better now, I do better. And I know we talked about this in the last season about how you know, part of me really wonders when we look at the statistics of America being obese and we look at mental health, there is 100% a direct correlation in the two. And what I'm really wondering is we've spent the last 18 months through a pandemic. Mental health is, is an, an, in even worse shape than it's ever been. Yeah. Are we going to see, well, we're already seeing people are call it the COVID 30, 30 pounds up or yeah. 
quarantine something. There's another. No, I can't remember, but yeah, there's the little things that people have said. There's all these memes about the quarantine 15, the quarantine, this and that, yeah. that everybody's gained weight because we're at home and we're comforting with food and all of these things are happening. And it is a sign of, of mental health and it is a sign of just health in general. And what's happening in the world is going to dictate, dictate that even further. And mm -hmm. if there is ever a time to look at your food and look what you're eating and, and make some changes. This is it. This is the time where you need to be healthy. Yeah. You know, and I do think we're going to see these levels of the rates of obesity. I do think we're going to see the rates of obesity go even higher. That than is so been. upsetting to think. And it is sad. And you're right. When you're in it, you can't understand. But also keto wasn't even something I knew existed. It's much more present now. There's some, mm -hmm. some good and bad things about this. There's some bad things about general mills slapping keto on every box, but you know what? The word is advertising and it is, um, a way to, to for people to see it and maybe to make it more normal, it, I guess I have never seen it. So unless I heard, and this is how I started, I heard from my mom who read it somewhere and experimented with it. I would have never given it the chance. So I hope that that means that because more and more people are starting to do this and more and more doctors are supporting this yeah. for certain people um, that, you know, we, we still have a chance to make a change in our lives, especially with everything going on in the world. You saying that made me think of something that I saw, well, that I see over and over again. There are some very adamant people out there that absolutely hate keto. Yeah. And when I you. watch them just hating i mean they don't just say huh, they're like keto is blah, blah, blah. like they have such a strong opinion i think what happened to you like why are you so hurt about this i don't get it and they just i don't know the experience they've had with it maybe the, a lot of the people are talking about their personal trainers they hate it but you know what i've seen more and more i've seen a lot more people who work out and train that have gone keto i've seen yeah. a lot a lot more than I yeah. I used to see it, and I remember that little video you did on TikTok. It was so good. Yeah, the one about, about working you can't out. Gain muscle. I hear that all the time. That's crazy. All the time. People, well, if you really want to actually bulk up, or then you one, need I'm not to carbohydrates. Up, if you right. want to build lean muscle, then you need carbohydrates. But glucose is better utilized um, when you're doing your workouts. But the thing is, we do still have glucose in our systems. Right. What I'm doing when I'm working out is getting into my stores right. and I'm expelling anything. I'm making my body work really hard to go in there and get that little bit of glucose that's there and give me that spurt and that jolt. Mm -hmm. I have never, ever felt like I couldn't complete my workout after the first maybe month or two. I mean, there is right. a transition here. And I think that could be a problem is that people start this, they realize that it's such a major process and like, it's not good for you. Anything worth doing is going to be hard. It's going to take time too. It's going to take It's a process. Time. You can't just do all these it, things. At it doesn't one just time. happen like this. It, yeah. Well, the thing is too, though, what I feel like when I hear these people that I'm talking about, when I hear them so passionately and adamantly against it, I just think to myself, and when they talk about things, I just hear, hear them and I think, dude, you are showing how ignorant you are because I'm not going to go talk about gain 
like I'm not going to go talk about muscle gain and how it works and how doing this particular exercise focuses on this particular muscle and does this particular. I'm not even going to pretend to know because I've never been much of a bodybuilder. I've worked out, but I've never really right. studied the science of the body and building the muscle. I've never studied that. But keto, I've done a lot of research and I've experienced it. And I think there is such a lot to be said for experience. That right there speaks yeah. volumes over anything that you've, I think a lot of these people, they hear things. Then they just decide that's what it is. Without doing any research or learning about it, they just decide to give their ignorant opinion on it. And I love this yeah. guy, Dr. Ryan Lowry, is that his last name? I he has the so, Keto yeah. Bible, I think it is. Yeah. He is so knowledgeable on keto. And he will absolutely give the most, like he does these videos where he's debunking like what these people are saying, like nutritionists and dietitians get on and say, keto is like the worst diet you could ever do. You are just- Yeah, because they believe elimination diets are dangerous. They believe that it creates disordered eating. They believe that anytime you take a group of foods and label them bad, that you are disrupting the nature of so, so intuitive weird. eating or they, <laughs> they, so they have ideas and I don't know if that's just what they've learned or what they find. That's what I figured. They just learned it in school and they are, they, who are they working for? What is it? The, the food pyramid that was created. That's where they learn. It, it's yeah. The standard American diet, standard American diet, diet that they're probably going by. Right. Or maybe some, you know, changes to based on, you know, um, if you have medical problems, but the average person that I hear about that is always intuitive eating, intuitive eating, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, don't ever eliminate food groups, you know, given to your cravings here and there, you know, you have to learn how to portion control. That's all you need is calorie right. deficit. That's, that's what they believe. Yeah. And does that work for some people? Absolutely. Right. But it didn't work for me. Or me. In fact, anytime I try to intuitively eat, I intuitively get large. <laughs> like, yes. I just don't have, I just don't, I didn't have a good relationship with my food. And right. I did not have a sense of portion control without weighing and doing all those, yeah. those things. You had to learn how well, to, you had to learn are, how to eat. Right. There are days now where I weigh my food and food and don't track it, but I know exactly what I'm intaking because I've been doing right. this for so, so long. long. It's, it's fine. Exactly. Right. So to me, that is my version of intuitive eating. It's right. not putting it in a tracker, still weighing. Because yeah, because you gotta know how much you're eating. Because mm -hmm. you you know I've said this a million times. Right. I'm real generous to myself. Right, right. We, we all, all are. are. We all are. Oh, a little bit more. Another bite of cheese, yeah. another couple more little And it adds fine. up. It mm -hmm. adds up. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you do this over time. And I read this somewhere. If you um, if you just have one extra snack a day, like the average person puts on one to two pounds every single year after they turn 16 or 17. And that doesn't seem like anything. But over time, it adds But up. over time, that's 30, 40 pounds, right? Yeah. If you could just take that one snack out, you would... Yeah just either be maintaining or staying like within, you know, a healthy range and not gain that one to two pounds. So the whole thing is here, you, you, we really want weight loss, like super upfront and we want to do all these drastic things. But if we just are more mindful, if we just make small changes, we can at least keep from gaining. Right. right? Well, so, you just, but, go ahead. 
you just said that about, you know, how you still need to weigh your food, but you don't have to necessarily track it because you've been doing this long enough that you know. So this episode, one size doesn't fit all. One of the things I know for myself that I have transitioned, I have evolved, I have changed the way I keto in the last couple years. And the thing that I have learned recently in the last few months is by changing from substitution keto to whole food keto, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the calories, I don't have a problem. I've heard people say, you know, you don't have to count your calories if you just eat ABC, right? I'm like, yeah, but who does that? <laughs> because I wasn't right. doing that. But I started doing that. My ABC is vegetables first, protein second, fat third, you know, or or the the fat is sprinkled, uh, sprinkled in the vegetables and a little, you know, and on the protein as well. So fat, I'm always having fat, like fat's going to have, but I don't have an abundance of fat anymore. Whereas before I thought you're supposed to have a ton of fat because I thought that was how you keto, right? That was, that was the rule. You have to have this much fat, this much carb, this much. And I've learned for myself by doing that as long as I am eating more vegetables, low carb vegetables, uh, eating a certain amount of protein, moderate, whatever, and having good fats, because I feel like good fats just go through my body better. Like when I say good fats, like avocado, avocado oil, you know, um, what is, what is the the latest? I love avocado oil. Like it has surpassed olive oil for me. I love avocado oil. So like those flax seeds, cheese seeds, those good fats, they just go through me. They digest better for me. I feel better. So like doing those things, guess what else they are? Very low calorie. So I am always in a calorie deficit and I don't have to track it. I don't have to track. But before when I was having, and nothing wrong with this, by the way, but before when I was having the substitutions and I was making the special pancakes and the special cakes and the special, all the things that you see a lot of, because I felt like I needed all that. I did have to track and I was going too far over in calories and things like that because the fat that I was having, it's high in calories. Heavy cream yeah. is higher in calories. You know, cream cheese is high. And I was having a lot of that because that's what I saw a lot of. Now I'm not having that very often. I'm just not. And I'm not interested yeah. in it. And I've also learned you don't need as much food as you think you need. Now I'm not saying starve yourself and I'm not saying don't eat enough. But what I'm saying is a lot of those Experts like to tell you, you need 2000 calories. You need, you know, when you're not even considering the person's height, their weight, their age, activity you know, level, activity level, like all that matters and what you're eating and what you're eating. So if I'm eating big old salads with all these different vegetables and some protein, if, and then that's one big meal, which is just a few hundred calories because the, the vegetables are so low. And let's just say I have my eggs and bacon earlier in the day. And then I have some, it just, is not going to be 2000 calories and I'm not going to make myself have 2000 calories no, <laughs> of green beans. We talked about that. We're going to eat 2000 yes. calories of green, green beans. <laughs> You'll be eating all day. I know. Gross. 20, like that like, much yeah. uh, green beans. I like about that much green beans, not a big bowl of green beans. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think, you know, a big thing here too, is like you may start in, you know, with one idea and in, in mm-hmm. one place, and you may evolve over time. I mean, that's what right. we're meant to do. It's just yes. But what I really have noticed with keto is that your taste severely change. change. Yes. And you think it's kind of crazy and you're like, I'm never going to like not want right. a 
a candy. I'm never going <laughs> to not want spaghetti. I'm never going to not want a but bread or is, whatever. It happens. But I'm telling you, I've had a bite of this or that here and there. Um, and I'm like, oh, that is sickingly, like, so sweet. Like, right, right, right. This? And it's almost gross to me. And it's just uh, such a weird thing you know, phenomenon to have happen when you've eaten one way your whole life. And then, yeah. you know, I, I joked the other day that I haven't had a pizza, like a real pizza in more than two years. Like I have not had a slice of right. pizza mm -hmm. um, that's not keto because I make keto pizza or I And it's just a, fine and good. It's enough. It, it tastes great. Enough. And we talked about this before. It's all about the toppings and all the other stuff. It's really not right. the bread, right? And what I have found is that I just don't feel that great. And you you know that matter that's that's are a big one. motivated to feel good when you start feeling good and when you don't feel good you don't and want to do that thing again. right and what you're eating is tied to your feeling but right. to piggyback off what you're saying about our taste buds and how you'll try something like re like you've taken a bite of something regular meaning full of sugar yes. maybe processed yes. whatever and you're like and Ew, that's gross like, disgusting right so here's a funny story for you i was trying these cookies and I had I had one a giveaway, and they're these little cookies oh, that yeah, I got. I saw you on your story. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'd already had these guys bites, right? But they had sent me the little cookies. Yeah. Oh my gosh, their lemon cookie—it's chipmunk baking, right? Yeah. Their lemon, their chocolate chip was great, but their lemon—I can't believe it's not even like lemon. Like I was like, it's I'm so gonna try funny. the lemon, but I'm not a big lemon fan. Oh, it was so good, and I was raving about it so much. Pete said. I'll try it. I'll, let me try it. My husband said, I'll try it. Forgetting we have an audience that's listening. And so he took a bite. <laughs> and he hasn't been keto for a while, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. It's been months since he's been keto. But late, I told, did I say, I said in my yeah, story, he's talking that. about right, wanting right. to go back because he hates how it, it feels. Recent. Oh, it's been like probably two to three months. It's not been mm. that, that long, but it's been a few, couple mm. months. Yeah. But he, but anyway, he tasted the cookie. He went, Oh, that is gross. And I was like, what? It was so weird to me how, yeah. and it's the same yeah. as how people would think it's weird when you as a keto person who have a, has a completely different palate now yeah, will taste do. something and go, oh, that's so gross. He's doing the same with the keto food. Like, you know, because it was made from, yes. I guess, allulose and almond flour and the things that are and not. And I warn the... people against that. I'm like, don't eat those things until you're well into it because you will Right, because you got to wait for your taste to change. It oh, was like Twilight Zone for me because I was like, so gross? This You're like, gross? This is not gross. I can't even look at you right now. This is delicious. It was Rude. absolutely <laughs> amazing. Oh, that's all that matters is that you liked it. And I will buy more. I will buy some. I didn't even buy these. I got them in a giveaway. And so you good. Sit on his lap in the kitchen and eat it. Or yeah, whatever. I'll just eat no, it. I'm just kidding. Like, no, this is amazing. <laughs> I'll blow yeah, my breath on it. <laughs> You want some can't have it. Oh, you don't want it. But, anyway. but, but that's so that's such a good example of like how over time when you take something out, it doesn't have to be this, you know, detrimental detriment or it, it, you don't have to think like, oh, I can never have that again. <laughs> right. You decide you don't want it. And that's yeah. a lot of times where I'm at is like, mm, I'm good. But you don't know till you do it. You don't know till you do it. So you we sit here saying this, and unless you've done it, you're like, whatever. I could whatever. never. You guys are crazy. I could listen, never. Listen. <laughs> if I can do it, right, right. I swear there is nothing in the world that is different from me than the next person. Well, you know what? Overweight. I gotta say this. This has got to be part of this too. 
I was a Coke drinker my whole life, and I've shared this before. Yeah. So I stopped it in 2014. I won't go over the whole story again. I stopped it in 2014, November. So a few months ago, my son, my teenager's like, why don't you taste it? Because you, I was, I was always afraid to drink it again because I thought yeah, I know because you, of yeah. my addiction, I would, would want trigger. to. Right. Yeah. But it had been years at this point, and I was like. I mean, I guess I could taste it. I don't think it'd make me go back because now I know I don't want to, but I'll taste it. Oh my gosh, it was disgusting. It yeah, was disgusting. Really and I because never thought I was that person that said, oh, I could never, never do without Coke. I got to have one in the morning. I got to have another one in the morning. I got to have another. I could never. I thought never. I could never deal without like a like real chocolate or like real like bread. You mean like as in processed bread. chocolate? <laughs> Like bread was like sourdough bread was, you know, slathered in butter. And now I'm like, that would make me feel terrible. I actually don't want that. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just And that's a big how. decision maker. When you know how it's going to make you feel that that's always a helpful thing for me. Yeah, that will help me to say no quicker. Yeah. And but sometimes I, wrong. sometimes there I give times, in, but you there know, there are times that I do give in as well. And there's nothing wrong. And it reminds that. you how you don't like to feel. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. For example, my grandmother, my family is German tomorrow. She's making the German family dinner and it is full of carbs and it's got right. fats in it too. But, um, and I will eat it tomorrow because right. my grandma's not going to be around for a long time, you exactly, know, not much longer. Yeah. And we make choices and will I, will, will I suffer the next day? probably won't feel great. I don't usually do, um, <laughs> but it keeps me on track for a really long time after that. And I used to be so hardcore, you know, this about, yeah, not yeah, you wouldn't track. Even, I would right. not give myself right. that wiggle room because I didn't trust myself. And that's really the truth is that in my mind, I created myself to be an abstainer because I couldn't handle it, but I have proven to myself that I can do these things and go back because it doesn't make me feel great. And right. I really, really, really enjoy what I'm eating and what it's so important. Yeah. It, it's so important. It is everything to enjoy yeah. and look forward to your meals. And, um, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. They can think it's crazy. They can think eliminating foods is crazy, but when they see the weight coming off, you know, no one's going to say anything with that hamburger from McDonald's in your hand and the right, bag right. of fries. The mm -hmm. moment that you just eat the bun or you take the bun off and eat the you're burger, a weirdo. what are you doing? You're crazy. Right, or right. the moment that you bring in a salad and sprinkle chicken on it and you've got bacon and cheese on it. Well, that's not good that's for your cholesterol, but somehow the burger <laughs> and the soda, no one's going to say anything. with the fries. No one's going to say anything. I watch it happen in my store all the time. People because that's the normal that's the and normal. no one says anything. Then they eat, my, then they see you or then they ask me about my meals or I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. They're like, oh, you don't want to eat that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to eat. The yeah, like, I'm yeah. good. No one says anybody, anything to anybody. Right. But then as soon as like, oh, you're keto, you know, that's and so, so dumb, you know, right? Like, get off crazy. my food. <laughs> I think part of it, too, is that people wish maybe they have that self-control or they think yeah. that they, and it's not really that. It's just that I really making a decision. Oh, so good. And I enjoy my food. So I choose it every right. day. Right. I don't have to do it. I you enjoy it. the way it makes you feel. You enjoy the way it tastes. It has been so good for you. You've lost, lost weight. You like feel amazing. You have energy. I mean, 
why wouldn't you like it? Do you know what I mean? Like that donut is not going to bring me any of those things. It might bring you that momentary excitement of that whatever happens when you eat all that stuff. But guarantee you're not going to not going to be happy later. I'd rather use it on family made meals that my grandma is going to make go from scratch. And she's going to be in the kitchen for six hours. From love. Made from love. Not from a drive through it's memories and my son is asking for it which is strange because kids don't usually like really like german food and he's like i want my grandma says oh you're such a good little german boy oh it gives him that to me you're such a good little german girl you ate all your dinner you know (laughs) so you know that's what i choose to right do because that is a memory and that means more to me than a random slice of pizza or and once again there's nothing wrong with that we all make choices and part of this episode is is saying that 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 it you know is a choice that you're going to make are you going to be an abstainer or can you be a person and you and I do this completely different where you can schedule hey yeah I'm not I'm not eating this way today and that's okay because I'm going to eat this way tomorrow yeah and some people can do that and that's just one of those things too that you have got to do that experiment and be your own experiment like you always say and and really find out how does this work for you and what does it look like yeah so have you ever seen those keto you know the keto cult <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm in one no i'm just kidding. yeah we're right. a proud just, member of I'm the here. keto cult <laughs> it's called more than just keto it's okay. where we trick you to think it's more but it's keto no i'm just kidding. I'm, uh, <laughs> but the keto the keto folks have you ever seen keto folks pushing keto on other people um, I have. I've seen people try to convert people from doing one thing or another. I've heard that before, I, but I haven't I've seen, seen the it TikToks. Uh-huh. People just trash. You know, it's kind of like what you said in the beginning, where it's like people say all the things they hate about it. That's them trying to, you know, persuade people not to do it. There's the same thing people saying like, well, you know, you're trash for eating X, Y, Z. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Or you yeah, cause X, Y, okay. You've seen these. You've seen it. You've seen it. Um, I mean... I don't find myself a pusher. I try to be really, really objective in people's food, especially when they bring it up to me. And I'm like, look, I talk about it because I love it, but I'm not trying to get you to do it. It's not yeah. a cult and I don't need you to join. It's not, you know, people joke. It's some like, secret like, society. It's like CrossFit or vegan. Like once you're a part of the club, you're like cool. And I'm like, no, but if you are saying that you're feeling like X, Y, and Z and you've got weight to lose, I mean, what could it hurt? What are you going to recommend? Have you tried? It's worked for right. you. And right. So, That's logic. And people would do that with anything else. Why not keto? Yeah. And so I always tell people, especially like at work, they'll be like, oh my gosh, that smells so good. If that looks so good, I'm like, taste it. It's really good. And they're like, dang, you can eat this? I'm like, <laughs> oh, there you go. You're giving them a taste of it. You yeah. see? Just so yeah. they'll come like, back for more. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to suck them in because everybody that doesn't do keto is terrible. That's right, right. so crazy. Heathens. I think when you love something, <laughs> you want to share You're it. You're passionate um, about and it. I'm yeah. super passionate about it. I mean, everybody knows, like we do the podcast. I have the account. I lost a lot of weight. It worked for me. It obviously yeah. was a really big indication of where my health was to have such a drastic uh, reaction to eating, just changing my food mm-hmm. um, with my mood, with my weight, with my health in general. Um, it obviously was a path that was destined for me. Yeah. Um, and, and you have to figure out if that's for you. Totally. A lot of us out there have had similar reactions or just the mental clarity. People talk mm-hmm. about that all the time. Even people that don't have weight to lose have said that they just really like how clean that diet style is mm-hmm. um, when they eat it. Cause I did more clean keto. I still do more clean keto and we started different so in that way. Better. 
But I'm not going to dog on the dirty side, okay? Be dirty, you know go be whatever dirty. Gets you started, I don't care. Whatever keeps you from eating the <laughs> yeah. real thing yeah. is what you do. I think I shared that. That yeah. I, I shared that last episode. I said I was asked, it, would I have had the great, same success had I yes. started clean and strict? No, I, I don't think I would have. I think I would have quit because it would have been for me, for me, it would have been just like everything else I had tried. It's just trying yeah. to get that mindset to go, oh, I can have mayonnaise. Oh, I can have butter. Because yeah. even though they say they don't label food as bad, that is a lie because they do. Ooh, you shouldn't have sh uh, mayonnaise. You shouldn't have, sh you know, you shouldn't have yeah, every, butter. Every those are those bad. It's like, that. wait, what? Everybody does. You said you started and, and didn't think you could hold on. And I thought if I did it dirty, that it was going to be too similar to my regular prior. Yeah, and so okay, I that makes thought, sense. I thought I'll just end up eating the real thing because it doesn't really taste that good anyway. Isn't that interesting? Totally so different. I tasted the keto stuff and I was like, "This is gross. It's good. I should. I just want to eat the bread." You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I was like, "Okay, I've got to clean my food up." So that's just proof. It, it's not one size fits all. Like linear. that right there is proof. It's it, the recipe and for we success. Yeah. Is you finding out what you need mm -hmm. to do to be successful. Right, right. Right. So the, you know, and it may not what, be the same as your neighbor. Right. And loving what you do is so important. Yeah. So just remember, keto is not one size fits all. And you can change and evolve even in a certain way of eating. So keto is the blanket way of eating, but there's so much under that blanket and you find what works for you, what's sustainable for you, and that will be what you enjoy, how it makes you feel. And that's what you're gonna decide to do. You're gonna have a better potential of success you know, if you are enjoying, and we've said that a million times, but you have to enjoy what you do. And that was that recipe for success, right? Enjoying what you do. Yeah. Enjoying what you do. And remember that you may try things on a lot of times before you find something that fits just right. Oh, I and like there is, that. There is nothing wrong with that. And if, and if you walk into a dressing room and you try something on one time and you never try anything else on, that's not how the world works, right? You're going right. to go and you're going to find something. You're going to find something to wear. You're going to find, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with dieting. You've got to try again and again until you find what fits you. Yeah. It's not going to be one size fits all. And oftentimes you're going to have to carve out your own path, but you can find success and it can be long-term yeah. if you give it yourself that benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. That's that's a really good um, way to end it. So thank y'all so much. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode and you don't feel apologetic or question yourself the way you do keto and stand firm, stand proud and be exactly. happy with how you're doing it. If it's working for you, who cares what anybody else says, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see y'all next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find and connect with us over on Instagram at more than just keto. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss out on the fun. We'll see you next time.